0: Bullet cast for for, life.
1: Get up, get up. This is a revolution. This is our time to run.
0: Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why I'm here. Just in case, if you don't, I am a 24-year-old. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am 24. Jesus. It's so late, I forgot. You know, all the days just kind of blend together in the pandemic era with the COVID, with the vid Running wild like it's Hulk Hogan in 1988, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a microphone messiah. Brandon, the Canadian destroyer, he's on the other line. Brandon, it's Wednesday night. It's the day before Thanksgiving. All the fixins, all the turkey and... And gravy, and mashed potatoes, and dressing, and and string bean casserole, and corn pudding. Are you a corn pudding guy? Do you even know what that is?
1: I have I've never had it. I would assume it is pudding that tastes like corn or made out of corn.
0: No, it's it's uh it's it's basically creamed corn, just like you know, baked in the uh in 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 the uh in the oven in a in a pan, and like a casserole dish. My grandmother makes it. It's very delicious. You know.
1: You learn something new every day.
0: Absolutely, man. You know, I've been on this this new regimen for the past month and tomorrow is cheat day and I'm excited. Uh
1: Woohoo!
0: Yes. Sorry guys, I apologize. Uh yeah, so we're going we're here to talk some professional wrestling. Um next week is the big 200 burger. Are, are you excited?
1: I am so excited. 200 episodes. I don't even know what that equates to in terms of weeks and months and years, but
0: It's uh it's it's close to four years. Close to four years, man. That's, that's, that, that's a lot.
1: But, of course, only about 197 of them count.
0: They all count. They all count. We're giving the people what they want. Content about pro wrestling, sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it, ladies and gentlemen. We know. have
1: a whole hell of a lot of content. Rumor has it this might be the longest BulletCast episode we've ever done.
0: It, it's probably going to be. We have guests. Ah, uh, Cindy will be joining us. It's it's going to be great. Uh, I did an interview with uh, Tony Vargas, the egotistical psychopath. Uh, yeah, that 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 was that was great. Have you heard it? You probably didn't. You don't listen to the stuff we do. Of here. Of
1: course, I listened to it, Philip. It was a fantastic interview. I I think you did a great job. You know, covering all the different bases. Someone who might not know anything about him, I thought you did a great job of you know introducing him to the world. Exactly.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. What was your favorite part? I'm sorry. All of it. All, all. No, no. You have to pick
1: one. I, I, I can't just choose my. It's like choosing your favorite child. I can't choose my favorite part of your illustrious interviews.
0: You, you have. I mean, was it him playing like cowboys and Indians as a child? Was it now him? I'm not me-
1: falling for this again. He probably never even said that.
0: Was it him meeting Goldust when he was a teenager? How I about mean- you do
1: tooth truce? How about you do two truths and a lie? And I can figure out what the lie is. <laughs>
0: I mean, oh, okay, all right, all right. Here we go. Arena football player for the Arizona Rattlers, a pro MMA fighter, and he works for a uh, a uh, a uh, mm, 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 works work, work for a construction company. I'm
1: gonna go with that last one. What? He works for a construction company. That's a lie.
0: No, they were all the truth.
1: <laughs> and why did it take you so long to figure out what the, what the hell he does?
0: I forgot. I forgot what he does. Oh, but it's it's so inspirational, guys. I mean, uh, he's a part of the bike club out here in uh, the Bay Area. I mean, he had to retire because of a uh, fractured neck, but he he made the comeback a couple years ago, and I mean, it, it's 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 awesome. And he did the Spartan race for that's like. Uh, Extreme American Ninja Warrior. He did that with a torn ACL and two tears in his meniscus. He still has those tears in his meniscus. It's it's fascinating. You guys, you have to you have to listen to it. Hayward native. It's uh it's it's really good. I, I love it. I, I love doing these interviews. I got another one I'm doing this Friday, with a uh, new promoter. He's uh, he's running his first show in February, and uh, Shaw Guerrero and uh, Alex Hammerstone are going to be on So he, He's got some big names. I'm excited for that. I really am. His name is Brandon, too.
1: Oh, great guy, then.
0: Absolutely. You want to be on that? I'll let you do that interview. I
1: mean, I just had to, to ask the question, does he spell it correctly?
0: Yes, he spells it exactly the same way you do.
1: Okay, then that's the only way to do it.
0: <laughs> is there another way to spell Brandon? I mean,
1: I mean you could throw, like, E's and I's. But then, like, then you, like, run into the territory of Brendan's.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, people, you know, sometimes they spell Philip with one L, and I'm like, that's stupid. Why would your mother do that to you?
1: What about, yeah. like, with a Y? Who? Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Like a wait. Phyllis,
1: but it's Philip.
0: Oh, that's, you have problems I cannot help. Uh, so, Brandon, tell us about Outside of the Ring. What's going on there?
1: Well, we have g4 if you guys are uh, video gamers like i am had a cable box back in the day g4 was kind of your one-stop shop for video game news and notes and it's coming back it's going to be on the internet i believe and xavier woods austin creed will be part of that network he's been uh promote he's been asking to be a part of g4 ever since it was a television network and now that they're relaunching, he's finally a part of it so shout out xavier woods he has up up down down over two million subscribers on the tube of you so you know just another instance of wrestlers you know branching out into different forms i would assume wwe signed off on this because you know he might be an independent contractor but wwe has to sign off on all the extracurricular activities they do
0: tired of this wwe hate speak i don't like it i don't like it we're gonna we're gonna start have to have a list of terms here, Jesus. Um, you said Xavier Wood and then Austin. Who? Who? Who is that? Austin Creed. I have no idea who that is. Who's is that?
1: That would be Xavier Woods' real name.
0: What? Xavier's not his real name. I know. Don't, don't start that. Don't start that here. Next, you're gonna tell me Undertaker really isn't a zombie. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> My whole, my whole, my whole fandom is. A lot. I'm, I might as well just stop watching.
1: I don't know if he's a zombie. Maybe he's like a mortician. I thought an that's what
0: Paul Bearer was.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. I don't have like you know a degree in uh, whatever it's called, death science like Paul Bearer does. So.
0: Oh, that's I. Don't know. I, 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 I don't didn't know the even technical terms. Honestly, I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: And you know how we found out this was a thing? Because it was on Broken Skull Sessions with The Undertaker round two. Stone Cold, The Undertaker, got together. And, Philip, I actually watched this. You and watched I no, the whole no two BS. hours? The I watched whole the two whole, hours. I watched the whole two hours Sunday night. Wow. I know. Everyone, hold your applause. Do it at the end. Oh, I, I'll
0: just throw them out there now, bud. That's awesome. Break it down for us and break it down.
1: Well, as Philip said, it was two hours and The Undertaker and Stone Cold had a few shots of Jack drinking some some Steve Weiser, some Broken Skull IPAs. You know, I might have indulged and drank along with them, but it was two plus hours of just two friends talking it out. It's something I didn't really realize is that Stone Cold and Undertaker they were never the closest of friends. Like, yeah, they were, they worked together. They probably were friendly behind the scenes, but stone cold kind of talked about it, how they were never like that close. So, you know, doing these broken school sessions is really kind of brought them together and kind of understanding all the stories and everything that they've gone, everything that they've gone through together.
0: Absolutely, man. I mean, I, I, I loved it. You know, I, I, I want a part, I want a part three, <laughs> you know, just, uh, I, I think everybody's kind of gotten used to seeing taker out of character, uh, I mean he's doing cameos, he's doing stuff with WWE and Make a Wish. So he's uh he, he's really just branching out in his uh in retirement and you know it's it's great. Uh I, baby Huey has said this. You know hopefully he document cuz his mind still seems to be very sharp. Uh hopefully he documents all this stuff like on multiple podcasts his own podcast just that's what Conrad, I he, he does this, you know, just start a podcast with Taker and just have him start telling stories, man. Write a book, memoir, something. We, we need this documented. The same goes for Vince. You know, Hope hopefully he's maybe he, Vince has already done it, you know, documented all this stuff. But we, we need this stuff for, for history's sake.
1: And yeah, the thing with Taker is he even says it uh, on The Broken Skull Sessions and in other interviews he's done that even like he's been doing these things and kind of quote unquote exposing the business he still kind of tenses up and kind of has to you know check himself like you know it's cool you don't have to do this anymore so I don't know if he would be open to doing something like a Conrad Thompson podcast series but I think what Stone Cold does being a former wrestler being one of the boys he's able to kind of open up a lot more to him rather than you know one of these uh, media personalities that he's been doing the uh, rounds with recently.
0: Absolutely. Um, there. What I forget what segment or what question it was. Taker did kind of kayfabe Austin though. Do you remember what it was?
1: Like I mean, it was two hours. I was getting a little buzzky going. It I, I hard can't for me remember. to remember.
0: Austin asked him something, and then takes like something, something, brother. I'm like, oh, okay. He, he's kayfabe with him. I'm like, that's cool. But yeah, go watch it. Um, I'm gonna have to watch the first one to see what else he talked about. But it's great, man. It's great. Um, inside of the ring, the miracle, Mike Bennett, he was the leader of the kingdom makes his return to a ring of honor. I'm excited, man. Uh, I, I haven't seen actually this, uh, but I, I saw like a picture of him in ring of honor. I'm like, Oh wow. That's cool. He's back there. You know, that's where he, he, um, got his fame, you know, his claim to fame in ring of honor with Maria being in the kingdom with uh Matt Taven and, uh, an Adam Cole at one point. So that's cool.
1: Yeah, it was on the most recent episode of Ring of Honor and Mike Benton showed up. He embraced Matt Taven, so possibly we could be seeing a kingdom reunion. I'll be honest, I haven't been keeping up too much with ROH. I think a lot of people have not been keeping up with the ROH all that much. But Mike Bennett coming back into the fold, I think if he comes back to ROH, maybe they can team up together and go back to New Japan. I think that could be a whole lot of fun as well.
0: Absolutely. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this is probably gonna be a quick episode, guys. I'll let you know that got holidays and whatnot. Uh, this day in wrestling, there was people call this the original screw job. It happened in 1985, 35 years ago today, when uh Wendy Richter is is defeated by the Spider Lady, which is the fabulous Moolah, to win the uh WWF woman's title. Yeah, yeah, Brandon, I mean, I know you don't like Moolah. You have any thoughts about that?
1: Uh, yeah, this is pretty much, you know, a, a historic event that happened. I think peop- uh, people kind of overlook Wendy Richter and kind of her importance to the WrestleMania, the first ever WrestleMania and her uh whatever relationship or kind of teaming up with uh Cindy Lauper and just everything that kind of goes along with it. And, you know, it was an ugly fallout. And then that happened. And she hasn't really been with the company or really talked ever since.
0: Uh They put her in the Hall of Fame in
1: 2011. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I guess Triple H. Maybe it's, was it was a Triple H or was a Vince McMahon? Because, you know, Triple H is great at mending all these fences.
0: Uh, when did Hunter start going to the office? That's what you got to look at. Yeah. Or maybe she went in 2010, 2010 or 2011. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, Survivor Series 1992, uh, Bret Hart, the WWF champion, retains the title against Shawn Michaels, who was the Intercontinental Champion. That's uh, okay. At a Survivor Series a couple years later, Shawn rectified that. Yeah, uh, Raw on this day in 2002 Shawn Michaels the big gold World heavyweight champion He uh, wrestles Rob Van Dam Yeah And there's a Raw on this day last year 2019 Rey Mysterio defeats AJ Styles to become the United States Champion Any things about the things that happened on this day Do you see clearly A bitter place and a broken dream
1: You would think I would remember Rey Mysterio facing off against AJ Styles For the US title I absolutely have nothing.
0: It was last year, bud.
1: I know. I I, didn't, I mean, I kind of remember it, maybe, but nothing. Wow. I know.
0: And then it led to that awesome ladder match this year with uh him and Andrade. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. All right, fan mail. Hootie who four twenty. do who. Oh yeah, there you go. Got your gimmick in. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't know who Tony Vargas was until today, but mates, I am a fan. Awesome, dude. That's that's why we do these to uh, get you to learn about other other talent. Alfie Lewis. So Kofi with the bump of the year on Monday Night Raw, uh, possibly. Man, we're going to talk about that. Dan, uh, I love it. I'm ready for. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. I'm ready for a push. Really? Hey, may, he maybe maybe he and I are on the same page, dude. Robert Walker. I want Taz to choke people out every week talked about that too yes sir that's all the fan mail guys nothing uh n- nothing 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 too ridiculous
1: oh, no Mr X
0: no he usually sends them Thursday morning Check
1: like got Mr X on Instagram he's having a, a sale he can buy all his cool little designs and stuff on t-shirts in brightest day X on the Instagram
0: absolutely buy a buy a bullet cast t-shirt people do it do it anyone please Brandon you buy one too
1: I got to buy one, but I have the vintage throwback one.
0: No, no. What if we go to a convention? You know, we have to We have to match, dude. If we're working the floors, come on, bro. Got to match. Got to match.
1: Yeah. Talk, talk to my tax lady and see how everything works out.
0: That, would that be your cat? Maybe. Okay, all right.
1: AJ is great at doing taxes.
0: Your cat's name is AJ. Mm-hmm. After AJ Lee, am I right?
1: I mean, it, it may be, it may, maybe it was, uh, you
0: know, <laughs> AJ, AJ
1: Styles, AJ Kirsch, AJ Przinsky, AJ. I got no other AJs. Mm, mm,
0: Jesus, I'm a, I'm gonna get a cat and Na- name, name her Cena. Name her Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. There we go.
1: My cat would would up on Charlotte.
0: Whoa! Why are we having cat fights? Let's see what I did there. Hmm. Ha uh-huh. ha! All right, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw. Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, and the Phenom. Oh, I'm sorry, Riddle, and the Phenomenal AJ Styles all advance in a series of matches. They will be in a triple threat next week, and the winner faces Drew McIntyre. I mean, Drew McIntyre uh, for the WWE title. I assume at TLC on December twentieth, right?
1: Now that that would that would seem logical in a TLC oh. match. Why? Because okay. it's TLC.
0: Yes, absolutely. Maybe they, maybe they have a chairs match. We don't know. Uh, maybe falls count anywhere or remember, but you remember the stairs match that one year tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs.
1: It was Rowan and big Big show. show.
0: Yes, sir. 20, 20, see 15, 14.
1: I I can't remember Ray Mysterio and AJ styles from last year, but I can remember the stairs match. I got important things up here.
0: Exactly. From like five or six years ago. Yeah. So Keith Lee defeats Bobby Lashley, Riddle defeats, uh, Seamus and then styles defeats, randy orton because the fiend remembers randy he remembers uh first of all what are your thoughts on these three talents advancing to an opportunity for the wwe title
1: so all three of these guys together in a match triple threat next week should be a lot of fun i think these are probably the three best options uh lee well
0: wait 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 you said something good about a triple threat match it really is the holiday season.
1: I know I'm so cheery right now. I'm getting ready, even though COVID did take away one of my football games tomorrow. But I digress. It's okay. But uh, Riddle and Sheamus had a had a hell of a match. Uh, the first one, Keith Lee beating uh, Bobby Lashley via disqualification. I hated that finish. It made absolutely no sense. What MVP, you know, went in there to attack Keith Lee when Bobby Lashley, there was his title wasn't on the line. He was a no imminent danger of losing he, the match he was wounded he was wounded yeah but he wasn't he wasn't like pinning he wasn't pinning lashley and mvp made the save and he, then he 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 wanted
0: to save his clientele that's that's how i look at it you know his clientele was wounded he didn't want him to have a definitive loss so we you know we we can take a dq loss that's all right you know he's still the ceo of the hurt business
1: yeah so i i, I did not like that finish and then in theory, it should like lead to Lashley not really agreeing with MVP doing that, but it was probably just to get Lashley from doing a job, but they wanted Lee to win. So it's kind of what happens in WWE. You just more,
0: do- more fan mail. More Uh-oh. fan mail. Freaking
1: fan mail as we speak.
0: Hootie who 420. Oh, hey. I, did, oh, I, I didn't read this one. My bad. <laughs> uh, he says, mates, if Bobby Lashley is the CEO of the Hurt Business, why is MVP the leader? Hmm.
1: I mean I'm not exactly good with like Official hierarchies I, But like if you're a CEO That's like the top But MVP could be like the owner creator It's like above everything
0: Yeah so let's Yeah exactly so let's say hypothetically You know something happens to Vince But he's not dead You know he's just like out of commission for a little bit Triple H could be the CEO But then again Vince you know If he's still in his right mind He could call certain shots Yeah so that that's how that would work. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's great man. That I think that clears that up for everybody because I know people on the internet have been uh been been questioning that. Anything else about the Hurt business and, and uh B Lash?
1: I know just that I I hated the finish and uh Styles Randy, you know, good action. We knew there was going to be some sort of shenanigans and then it's the Fiend. It kind of I go back to after Hell in a Cell when The Fiend was kind of in the middle of Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton like were they going for a triple threat was this always the plan to have Randy and The Fiend feud and then get McIntyre the title and it's a little confusing because they went to Randy and The Fiend for a little bit after Hell in a Cell and they backed off and then now they're starting it up again so that kind of makes me wonder exactly what the plan was coming out of Hell in a Cell but they're getting back into it with The Fiend and uh, Randy Orton which Once again, does this mean the fiend is babyface, or is Randy Orton babyface? I don't know.
0: Um, I think. Well, I mean, Randy, he kicked a seventy-year-old man in the head. How how can you cheer him? I cheer him because he's good. He's he's totally good. But for the average fan, they'd boo. And you you just hate the guy.
1: I don't hate anybody. I just you know not the biggest fan. Oh, 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 okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's all convoluted there. I still think Randy should still be the WWE champion, but that's just, it's just that's just me, you know. If he's gonna win it, he doesn't just need to lose it like 13 days later. He needs to just keep it. But that's that's just. You gotta me.
1: get to 16 title reigns sooner rather than later.
0: No, bro. Can, can we just can you, like if he gets another one? Let's just have a nice. Let's have a nice six or seven months. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. That's the average title run in WWE anyway. Let's just Which get is that. Which a
1: whole hell of a lot more than what it was 20 years ago. So I will I will take that.
0: Yes, yeah. Let's, let's still, or even let's... 10 years ago. Oh, my God. Well, let's just get that. Yes, sir. Uh, Strowman headbutts Adam Pearce. I guess Strowman wasn't picked for these matches. No.
1: He was not very happy about that. And... I, I would hope that they like stick to the guns and like Strowman is gone for a little bit. I don't think this we're going to get an Adam Pierce Braun Strowman match as much as that'd be very interesting. And I think I hate to say it, but I feel like Braun Strowman might, you know, interfere in the triple threat next week and we're going to get a fatal four way or something or another where Braun Strowman does something bad, but he's rewarded for it at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, possibly, possibly. Well, it looks like Survivor Series actually did mean something. The guys that were on the winning team all have an opportunity at a shot for the WWE title. That's nice. You see,
1: only they told us that beforehand.
0: I knew. I I had an inkling. I have those. Yes, sir. Uh, what else happened on Monday Night Raw? Lana and Oscar defeat Baszler and Nia Jax. Lana, she you know racking up these wins, bro. Hey, that that Rumble, it's coming. That Rumble is coming.
1: So. At the beginning of raw, they do the interview with Lana and the, I forget which interview it was asked Lana, like, Oh, since the men got a title shot, do you think you deserve a title shot? And Lana is just, you know, giddy. and's like, you know, I just want to live in the moment. I just want to bask in, bask in my glory, Ke- taking Keith Lee's uh, gimmick there. But like, Lana didn't do anything. She stood there on the ring steps and she did do a single thing. And yet she comes out the next day and boasts and brags and is like all giddy for herself when no one is like checking her to say you didn't do anything. And she's a baby face.
0: I mean, Brandon, you're, you're a sports guy. You, you played sports growing up, right?
1: I mean, I tried. doesn't mean uh, I'm successful.
0: Uh, that, that's not, I mean, what, what sport did you play growing up?
1: Right there, right there. Baseball. You don't know, you don't know what that is. It's
0: baseball. Ba- baseball, good. It's baseball. So let, let's say Over there, on-
1: see, that's Dallas Braden. That's baseball. There you, baseball.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: Yeah, Kobe didn't play basketball, even though I did. I did like a camp or two. That's like, awesome. You know, not man. organized.
0: Played baseball back in my day too. I was right field. I was I was decent.
1: Were you a Any- right fielder back in the day?
0: Right field boys. Yes, sir. There-
1: Makes make sense. <laughs>
0: what, oh, wait, 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 wait! Why does it make sense? Hold on, hold on! What kind of shot are you taking at me? Why does I it
1: mean, make sense? I mean, people who play baseball and at a young age know who goes in right field.
0: Whoa, whoa, okay, look, look, it's okay. I grew up, I took my talents to the mat. So it's all right. It's okay. Section qualifier. Yes, sir, that's me. That's me. All right, so anyway, my point being, you, you played sports. You Didn't you ever have a kid on, on the team where, I mean, as kids, you know, everybody played, everybody got a trophy. Yeah, don't want to hurt you feelings. You the right fielder? No, well, hey, whoa, I, <laughs> I, I have a game ball. Where is it? Where where is it? You, you see
1: all that? You see all those balls up there? Those are all my game balls.
0: Okay, I have part. I have one game ball because I was the best player that day. Don't you dare try to take that away from ten year old Philip.
1: And my you got bo- your pepperoni pizza and chips afterwards, right? No. Oh, you guys didn't have a snack bar.
0: We had hot dogs and Sprite.
1: Okay, you know that's I, next I best got, thing.
0: I got a hot dog and a handshake. Damn it! Anyway, my point being on on sports teams you have the guy or person that doesn't do a whole lot or doesn't even play but they're celebrating we won we won we did it i did it you saw me you know, so that's basically what lana's doing and you know hey let 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 her let her let her write it out you know what else has she done she was a russian her husband got fired you know she had that weird storyline with dolph ziggler and summer ray she was married to Bobby Lashley. Just let her have it. It's fine.
1: I just think this kind of shows that WWE doesn't know how to uh, write for or portray babyfaces very well.
0: Yes, they do. Yes, they do.
1: Mm. Drew McIntyre, that's kind of about it.
0: Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We could go down the whole list of great babyfaces in WWE. All right?
1: And Lana is not one of them.
0: <laughs> you're you're not right. You are not right. Jesus, uh, the friendship frog dies. Alexa Bliss kills it. Smokey, the the rabbit, Friendship it's just 2020 is terrible.
1: I know, but uh, I, I I don't want to encourage them because we all know Vince listens to this. But uh, this was actually probably one of the better Firefly Fun Houses in a while. I kind of enjoyed it as much as I hate to admit it.
0: Was a young boy number two's voice going through your head? We really love
1: you, are friends. Every time. <laughs> I can't get out of my head.
0: Oh, Jesus. You hear voices in your head like Randy. You see, you guys should be best friends. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Alexa uh, Bliss. She hits Twisted uh, Abigail on, a, on a, was a Nikki Cross to get the win over her.
1: I don't think we've talked about this, but Nikki Cross's new theme song is just utter trash. And I
0: didn't didn't even know she had a new theme. Keith Lee got a new theme at Survivor Series. Do you like that better? Is that better for you?
1: It is better than the generic one he had, but it's still not. I mean, it's not as good as the NXT one, but it has potential probably if I listen to it a few more times.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, he'll be on the main roster for like a year or two and he'll go back to NXT and have his theme back. That's probably going to happen. maybe.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I back to the match back to the match WWE not being able to book baby faces very well because everyone and their mother could see Alexa swerving Nikki from a mile away. And yet Nikki, instead of getting the win, just tries to hug it out with Alexa and then Bliss hits her with the sister Abigail. And then there you go. I mean, come on, Nikki.
0: I didn't I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. All the great turns I've never seen coming. The Festival of Friendship didn't didn't think KO was going to do it. You know what I mean, uh, Sean going through the Jeritron five thousand. I didn't think it was gonna happen. Hogan turning on Sa- or no Savage turning on Hogan. Didn't think it was gonna happen.
1: There's the Hogan turn. There's the fifty feet of crap. There's everything else, and then there's the Alexa Bliss turn on Nikki Cross on Monday. Wow,
0: that's a, that's that's, that's, a, that's a that's a very low bar. Very low bar, Jesus. Mm. But her character work is great, though. I mean.
1: I have more issues with Nikki than with Alexa in this segment.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, that, that, as long as you, uh, you, you you cheer five feet of uh, Fury. She got engaged, by the way. Congratulations to her. Yeah. Uh, the New Day defeat the Hurt Business to retain the Raw Tag Team Championships. Yeah, uh, Kofi took a nasty bump over the top rope. You know, Jesus. Mm.
1: Yeah, solid match. I kind of wish they could uh, you know, maybe step away from from this feud I, th- I think maybe you wanted to build Shelton and Cedric a little bit more because they are kind of the lower uh you know kind of mid-card or lower for lack of a better term so maybe build them up a little bit more but instead of just kind of throwing them out to the New Day and having the New Day beat them but I mean you kind of look around the Raw tag team roster and there's not really a whole lot there is you know I don't even know who else is really on the roster as a tag team
0: bro can we uh, can we get Shelton a world title before he leaves before he calls it before he hangs him up can we do that are we allowed That's to do that? Definitely
1: not going to happen.
0: Whoa. We didn't think Kofi would happen.
1: But, but let's, I mean, Kofi, he was. Okay
0: bro, okay, bro. Look, Jinder Mahal won the WWE title. Shelton Benjamin can't have the WWE championship. Are you serious?
1: I mean, anybody can have it. But no, really. Not everybody gets a turn. Except for Shelton. He gets a turn. Yes, he should. He's great.
0: He, he He's still the gold standard, you know? Or if you want to make him a tag team champion, bring in Charlie Haas. You no, know, Charlie Haas can be like what Owen was to the nation. Yeah, let's do that.
1: I, I probably would pick Cedric just because he hasn't been in that position for 10-plus years. What do you mean? Like a mid-card blower act for 10-plus years, like Sheldon. And I'm being I, very generous with the ten years.
0: I mean, Shelton had success out of WWE,
1: but nothing happens outside of WWE. According to WWE, there's Japan, and that's about it. There's NXT right. Japan, maybe Mexico, and that's about it.
0: Hey, they hey, once AJ came over, that's when they started to acknowledge Japan for real. Yeah,
1: just the country, not not any promotions. Just just yeah. the country.
0: They mentioned the title.
1: Japan and the IWGP title is a thing.
0: It, it it's a thing. It's a small. It's a small small dot on the massive globe that is World Wrestling Entertainment.
1: You missed an easy one. What in the WWE universe? Oh. That was such a layup, and you missed it.
0: I I, I didn't play basketball.
1: I know? died a little bit inside saying that atrocious buzzword. <laughs>
0: Hey man, that's because you love sports and entertainment so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move over to AEW. Animate. So with that being said, we kick it off tonight with Hangman Adam Page going up against uh, John Silver, number four of the Dark Order, Johnny Hungry, the Meat Man. And yeah, man, I I uh, I, I I like this. Good work was done here. J- uh, John Silver is going to be a he's going to be a star. I see it. Kids got spunk.
1: He's very undersized, but I can definitely see him being like kind of a not like a comedy, comedy baby face. But I think there is something, uh, from if I mean, if Silver were to kind of you know leave the dark order, I think that that could be something. But this was kind of a random matchup with him and Hangman, and then it made sense at the end with Evil Uno coming out and not exactly recruiting Hangman, but just kind of saying, We're here if you need to talk, we know you're a lone wolf. So just kind of throwing it out there, nothing hangman didn't really, you know, show his cards, but he was, you know, maybe kind of thinking about it, just kind of reacting to what was happening in front of him. So a nice first step in the story.
0: Absolutely. Can't wait to see where hangman page goes. Next up is a promo from Kenny Omega. Kenny talks about how John you beat me. I'm man enough to admit it, but now it's a year later. We're going to do it again. This time the AW titles on the line. I've tried so hard to get back here. People are saying the best bout machine. The cleaner is back. The, the heart I left in Japan. I found it here in the States and AEW What are your thoughts on this.
1: I very much enjoyed the promo. I thought that Kenny was, you know, very middle of the road throughout the entire thing. I like, you know, as you said, saying that you beat me in this garbage in the garbage match, but now try to beat me at my own game in the middle of the ring. And this is what we were saying like a year ago that they could go back to this match and play that card. And then at the end, Kenny walks off, but then comes back and says, you know, your dad's not all that tough. My dad would would whoop up on your dad. And that was just like the perfect little extra nugget to really kind of drive home that. Yeah. Kenny isn't the good guy in this situation. You're going to want to see John Moxley beat him up. And that's what happened later in the show.
0: Uh, uh, who is Kenny Omega's father? Is, is he famous? Do we know?
1: Uh, he's not a world famous hockey player like uh, Chris Jericho's dad.
0: I think Chris Jericho's dad could beat up Kenny Omega's dad.
1: Chris Jericho's dad was a goon. That's
0: true. Yes, sir. All right, moving on. Powerhouse Hobbs. Will Hobbs gets a name change. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not. I'm really not.
1: I just thought it kind of just not reeked of WWE, but it just kind of had that same feeling.
0: It, 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 had, it, it the, the, There was a little linger. That, that, that's what you mean. There was a little linger.
1: I, of, I can uh, smell it, but I can't exactly put my nose to what exactly it smells like.
0: Do you, do you smell what he's cooking? I'm Sorry, that's that's another guy. That's another guy from the from the East Bay. I'm sorry. Uh yeah, you know he has the, he has a singlet now. I, I like the new look though. I, I, I mess I mess with the singlet, you know. Taz. He's a comp- got the,
1: the the Taz torn up sweater.
0: Absolutely. Or
1: whatever that thing's called.
0: Or it's a poncho, right? Yeah, it's a poncho. Yeah, sure. Uh, Taz accompanies him out there. Powerhouse Hobbs defeats Lee Johnson. And then Taz says, you know what, good work, good work. Go uh go celebrate. He says Starks and uh Cage are celebrating and he says, you know what's about it's about this. It's about I don't have the title with me, but it's it's about the FTW title and what this means. I'm not leaving until management comes out here and and uh acknowledges his title. They cut off two mics he's holding. Cody comes out there. Hey, big big Cody Rhodes. He comes out there. And he says, "You know what? We'll take it into consideration." Yada, 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 and then they just go back and forth. And then Cody's like, "I didn't, I didn't know Taz had kids. Didn't know Taz had kids. What's his son's name? Do we know?
1: Is it Hook?
0: By Hook or by Crook? Are, are we serious? Is that really his name?
1: It's some, something like that. Do, I want to say it's let's, Hook.
0: Let's, let's get a Google search going. Let's get a Google I, search. I can going. Google it. Yes. So, um, uh, Taz, like, you just—I can't believe you just said that. You just made this very, very personal. You know, Taz is tired of the BS." He's tired of all of that. I know Taz, you know, he, he starts to walk out, but this is what I've been waiting for since Taz showed up in AEW. I've been waiting for him to get physical, and he choked Cody Rhodes. I loved it. I loved it. I've been waiting for this. You know, I don't know if he can throw any suplexes, maybe throw out one or something, dude. You know, it's kind of like when Arn comes out and does a spine buster. It, it, when it happens, it matters. I, I digs it, man. Uh, what were your thoughts on Taz getting physical? And what's his son's name?
1: Of course, I try to click on the first thing that I see, and I thought it was just going to be there right in the top, and it's not. So, <laughs> it's
0: not. Of course it's not, because it
1: wouldn't I'll, be that easy. It would be. I'll,
0: like I'll, I'll, I'll do a search while you explain, explain your feelings about this.
1: My, my feelings. I'll explain my feelings. I guess. Uh, I mean, Hobbs getting a quick squash win. I mean, it makes sense. They don't have uh, too many of those types of matches on AEW Dynamite. And then Taz coming out, doing the whole shoot worked ass, you know, angle. Wasn't the biggest fan of that because we've seen it just so many times, like within the past 20 years that I kind of want to step away from that. I know AEW, I don't even know if they've done it thus far in Dynamite. So I'm, I'm a little bit more leaning of it, but I just kind of wish they would kind of step away from that. And it, it kind of put Cody in an awkward situation, I thought, because like Co- or. Taz is out there just, you know, running down to everybody. And then you kind of thought Cody was going to be the face of the, uh, you know, the the corporate side of things. And I kind of wish they would stay away from acknowledging that Kenny, Cody, the Bucks are, you know, management, but uh, Taz getting physical. It is interesting. Taz. I don't exactly know what his health status is. I'm not saying it's going to jump in there and have a match by any beans, but uh, I mean, all he did was just choke a guy out. So it's not exactly too hard to do that, but uh, it was a nice little you know addition to Taz's character.
0: His son's name is Hook. Kid I told turned, you. Turn 21 this year. Hey, let's go have a beer, kid, whenever all this is over. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, this is what I've been waiting for. I mean, Taz walked past me at StarCast, and I'm looking. I'm like, yo, he looks like he can still F somebody up. And, you know, all the guy does is really just lift weights and eat steaks. He's like Otis, but actually talented. Um, Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm, I'm a fan of this. I want to see Taz get a little physical you know nothing nothing too crazy i did like how they zoomed in on billy gunn though so maybe they were there hinting at something there i, I don't know well uh, we shall wait and see anything else on this segment
1: no not not really i mean it, it's more kind of building i think for the tag team match next week
0: absolutely all right th TH2 defeat top flight i don't care yeah is that okay I mean, to say here
1: I mean, it was it was a match. It was a tag team match, and I kind of did like TH2 getting the win here. I think Top Flight they have they have potential. Now they might be a little flippy. Now I know that's a lot come for me because I'm I like the flips and stuff, but uh, I think TH2 getting the win, you know, kind of putting them over, kind of trying to reestablish their characters and maybe making a run for the title because I think we've seen kind of a lot of the same tag teams in the division for the most part. So kind of adding another uh, group in there, you know. Whether it's a legitimate title challenger or just kind of someone in the mix, I'm okay with elevating them a little bit.
0: Absolutely, Woohoo! All right, FTR's promo—I thoroughly enjoyed this. They said for three seconds you were the best tag team in the world, so it looks like FTR isn't done with AEW. We hadn't seen them, hadn't really heard anything from them, so I I I enjoyed this. You know, Tully Blanchard said it's his job to make sure that they're the best tag team in the world with the World Tag Team titles. And, you know, it's his job to uh, coach him to that spot. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Good, straightforward promo from FTR with Tully uh, featured. I mean, I I enjoyed it. It it made a lot of sense, you know, them coming out and saying, everyone's saying it was a great match, but it was the worst night of my life because we lost. And that means something, and they want to rectify that loss and get those titles back. And it's just simple, short, and sweet, but it's a lot more effective than some other, you know, the Lana promo that was maybe the same length, which did nothing but hurt Lana, I thought.
0: Lana's great. She's an actress. She can speak. Yeah.
1: Don't get Lana. me all hyped up again about that promo.
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh her husband had a segment on this show. Uh it was terrible. And Lana
1: got a shout out. She bought Miro that Xbox.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that segment was terrible. I, I don't want to see that kind of stuff here. Uh, let's have on Chris Jericho and the big hurt, Jake Hager. Uh, the inner circle, you know, they're, they're all out there. I love it. I love it. Uh, those two gentlemen go on to take on SCU. Don't you just love the crowd singing Jericho's theme? I love it. They, they get louder every week. I appreciate that. I do. Yeah, what's your thoughts on this match? Uh,
1: solid match. Nothing uh, too special, but. Uh they're definitely kind of going back to their roots inner circle being heels Jericho said in the promo afterwards that, you know, they're not going to be funny. Ha ha anymore. They're going to be serious. You're going to get back to beating people up. And that's what they did here. The match itself by any, you know, wasn't very, you know, I don't want to say it was terrible, but it was fine. And, you know, I kind of like them reestablishing inner circle being serious because I did not like what they've been doing recently.
0: Christopher Daniels wrestling like it's 2005 unbreakable against Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. Yeah. Maybe, possibly. Huh? the the fact that at his age he can still do the moon that that that's my point.
1: Good for him. Hey, bro! I look, mean, him and I think I think him and Jericho are the exact same age, and I think Christopher Daniels moves a lot better than Chris Jericho at this point.
0: No, no, Daniels is older. He's like I, fifty-two, fifty-three.
1: I believe he is fifty because they did a they did a, a bit on BTE that he just turned fifty.
0: Yeah, but that was a while ago. Let's let's see. Let's let's do the Google search. Christopher Daniels. Let's see, guys. Who is Dana Project? What is that? Christopher Daniels.
1: Look at that. March 24th,
0: 1970.
1: What? Born in Kalamazoo, Michigan.
0: OK, they are the same age. Boom. That Oh, that was this year. It felt like that was like two years ago, bro. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, well, they're they're both the same age, and hey, there you go. You you, you learn to love it. You also, Christopher
1: Daniels it. doesn't have you know 15 years of WWE house shows on his on his bump card. That's
0: that's true. That is true. how but the more house shows, the better. Am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the world title contract signing. Uh, Kenny Omega is doing this long, stupid entrance and. Moxley's silhouette appears behind him, and they brawl. They fight. Moxley uh, hits a paradigm shift DDT on on King Omega onto the AEW title. Uh, Mox's promo it was, it was a it, it it got the job done. You know, hey Matt, he did the gun thing like you only get one shot. Here we go. Yeah,
1: yeah. The whole silhouette thing might have been a little too cute, but I thought it I thought it was it was all right. But uh, I really enjoyed you know the promo from. Uh, john Moxley. i think they've done a good job in whatever it's been two three weeks to really build this up and make it feel important uh maybe it's not like the most anticipated match of all time in uh dynamo or in AEW thus far but i think they've done a really good job of kind of establishing uh kenny's kind of new twisting character and moxley's moxley he's gonna do the same great stuff every week Yeah,
0: yeah it has steam it has steam i didn't realize this was coming up next week like that uh do you think kenny beats him
1: I do think Kenny beats him now. Is that him cheating to win or just he's the best bout machine and he beats him that that's up for debate, but I do think Kenny wins. I, I don't want to say it's all because of politics and new Japan and maybe Moxie having to go overseas and do some business over there. But I do think Kenny, maybe Kenny beats him really, you know, beats him down after the fact and that's where he turns heel. So then Moxie can leave and, you know, go defend his U S title against Kenta.
0: Or maybe Moxley has to do more podcasts. Check him out on Oral Sessions with his wife. Yep. Um. I mean, Mox whether he was Moxley or Ambrose, he's always been better at the chase. Kind of like Austin. Austin was always better at the chase. You know what I mean? So maybe that's what they're uh that's what they're leading to. A, a nice chase, and then maybe at a revolution, a nice, clean, decisive finish between uh. And Omega and Jonathan Moxley. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Hikaru Shida retains the AEW Women's Title against Anna J. I didn't realize she was only in the business for a year.
1: Yeah, the match was kind of short and sweet, but I thought Sheeta got a, a a decent match out of Anna J. Here, I, I kind of like the story that the commentators were saying that Anna J's first match was with Sheeta in AEW, and now you know she's grown, she's better, so she's kind of ready for this opportunity. But still, she she couldn't, you know make that next step to beat the champion.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean we, we shall see. We shall see. Mm. Alright, the Butcher and the Blade, and of course and the bunny, they're all out there. Uh they go on to defeat uh Pac and Phoenix. Two thirds of the death triangle, which is that that's that's the name. Uh Butcher Tringo and Blade La Muerte. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Uh Butcher and Blade finally getting a, a win here and it felt like it mattered. Yeah,
1: yeah. The way Pac has normally been protected, it was kind of uh, surprising that he that he lost. Not taking the pinfall, Phoenix took the loss here. But uh, Butcher and Blade getting a win here. I mean, the match itself I thought was fine, but it definitely was more focused on the aftermath with Eddie Kingston getting involved, and that's what led to the finish. And then you know, beat down Pentagon tries to make the save, but numbers advantage, and then Lance Archer comes out and clears house. Going after Eddie Kingston. Now, is this a babyface turn for Archer? We shall see. But I, I mean, if, if this turns into the Death Square, I'm all for it.
0: How would you say that in
1: Spanish? I don't know. I don't know. How do you say square in uh, Espanol?
0: I have no idea. Triangulo. Uh,
1: triangle is triangulo.
0: That's what I just said. I'm... Oh, yeah, but... yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, you I, say I, the I,
1: Triangle I, of Square Death? Yeah, quad quadrada
0: quadrado (laughs) quad
1: quad what quadrado de la muerte
0: quadrado de la muerte. I like that. I like that. I'm I'm a fan. Uh, superstar spotlight. Who do we got? Who do we got? Powerhouse Hobbs, Taz. whole team Taz. There's a team Taz promo. Ricky Starks. Uh, he can talk his butt off. I love it. I love it. I love it. Team Taz, you got my win. You got my vote for spotlight of
1: the week. Now, you think if I were to talk about this match, I would talk about Riddle, but I'll give the spotlight to Sheamus. I thought it was a really good match. I thought they wrestled very well and maybe the highlight of Raw. There you go. Didn't think Sheamus was going to get a superstar spotlight ever for me.
0: Well, he's great. He's a multi-time world champion, king of the ring winner, Royal Rumble winner, money in the bank. You know, Sheamus is criminally underrated. Like I don't think people really truly appreciate Sheamus.
1: I feel like if he's motivated and there's someone in the ring that'll give him receipts and work hard with him, you can get something out of him.
0: Sheamus is great. I love Sheamus. You know, Sheamus is my guy.
1: Like a riddle versus Sheamus match will be a whole hell of a lot better than a Sheamus versus Miz match.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Miz wrestles the way that he does because he can last longer that way. He said this on talking smack. What do you a a Viagra
1: He's a a... two of the WWE.
0: Hey, he gets the WWE up. Yes sir. yes, sir. All right. Uh promo pick of the week, Brandon. What is it?
1: So normally on promo picks and match picks I like to have like a nice theme to it. There's no theme here. I've as I said on the podcast, I've been going back and watching some uh era, Raw's and I'm in like June. We're on the build to King of the Ring. Can't wait to see mankind get tossed off that cell. But uh, just randomly, since they're building SummerSlam in Madison Square Garden, they did a little gimmick here, DX in New York. If you just simply Google DX in New York, it'll be the first thing that comes up. And, you know, we all, everyone loves DX, all their shenanigans. We see highlights of what they've done, you know, kind of the iconic and maybe not so iconic ones that they've done. Uh, This was not the best thing in the world. A, A lot of racism. A lot of racist jokes. It was a little cringy and kind of showing you that uh, everything the addition era, especially with maybe with some of the marquee names, weren't exactly that great back in the day.
0: Oh, what were some of the racist jokes?
1: Uh, well, I, I'll be honest. I, I don't think I watched the actual clip because they had like three different clips on the that I saw. But let's see there. There's a lot of Asian ones. There was a lot of uh there was.
0: uh Were there any black jokes,
1: Brandon? There were no black jokes. OK, but there was a, a man wearing a turban oh. and he and he and Triple H asked the guy if he was hiding a snake in there.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. It was a completely different time period. Uh Brandon, did you ever do the uh, DX crotch chop suck at, at school? Did you? Did you do that? You seem like one of those kids.
1: Uh, maybe, but uh, I wasn't dumb enough to do it in the classroom. Maybe I recess.
0: Oh, I did it to a teacher and got suspended. That was fun. Little, 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 uh, little nine-year-old me, I hit the boom, boom. Uh. Yep, I was suspended for like 5 days. That was uh, that was fun. That was fun. Mm. Yeah. Our close match pick of the week, The Undertaker versus Rey Mysterio for the big gold world heavyweight championship, the Royal Rumble January 31st, 2010. It's uh, it's a nice about 13 13 14 minute match. Taker and uh Taker Mysterio, they do some good business here.
1: Yeah, I mean Mysterio being really undersized compared to Undertaker. You know, kind of a different match, and Undertaker. I think he even said in the uh, Broken Skull sessions that he's always worked better with the smaller guy, in Rey Mysterio, one of the best smaller guys in the ever. And Philip pulled to me again. I think it's just called a Philip now.
0: Nah, it's it's forever a Brandon brother. Uh, yeah, the pay per view after this, uh, Undertaker gets set on fire by the pyro guy. Yeah, another great story from the uh, Broken Skull Sessions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Twitter, at BulletCast, Instagram, the BulletCast, YouTube channel, the BulletCast, email us, BulletCast2 is in the number two, sweet as WET at gmail.com. Every Thursday night, permanent tomorrow night, because, you know, Thanksgiving. 9.9 FM, Kaden Watsonville, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, possibly, if you still want to listen to that. We've got some old episodes up there. Tune in on our radio, Anchor, Spotify, Patreon. We're all over the damn place. Thank you guys so much. Next week, the biggest podcast, of our broadcasting careers, you don't want to miss it. Cindy's going to be there. We got some other guests coming. It's going to be great. The longest podcast we've probably ever done. It's uh, it's up there, bud. It's up there. It's going to be like listening to Bruce Pritchard or something like that. Stay clean. Stay strong. Stay safe. Stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone messiah.
1: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Upon my bay! Red alert, this is gonna further. When your face is in the dirt, you'll know your death is what. This I has say. been the broadcast. Thank you for listening.